Well, hello again, my friends. E.K. the Writing Elk here with another episode of the story, the Black Blood story. This is Chapter 3C, Black Blood Trace the Family Tree, Chapter 3C, and it goes a little something like this. Oh, wait, one more thing before we go. Please, consider helping us to keep this podcast alive and thriving. Our contributors may donate via Patreon at https colon slash slash www.patreon.com slash i is for inky just like it sounds i is for inky i i s f o r i n k y now here for you is the continuation of chapter three this is chapter three c and it goes something like this in that modern jamaica they had finally come to terms with over 90 years of tribalism political fighting and infighting and the criminal class had given way to a brand new, vibrant class of young professional and a savvy and a sophisticated other class. The Kingston Transshipment Dwarves were doing brisk business and foreign labor was then in high demand. When the Chinese first came in to start the building project which laid the groundwork for the takeoff several years ago, some people did not like it one bit and was quick in making that known. They were heard to have said, all these Chinese are coming in and taking away jobs which should have been given to Jamaicans. But these many decades later, most of those very same people are thanking the Chinese. These well-qualified professionals who was trained by those very Chinese under the agreement which were signed by the governments are now in high demand in the region and further afield as other countries are now getting on the building and rebuilding train which is running headlong into the bright future looming on the horizon. The skills which they had acquired via on-the-job training had put them on the fast track to real lasting wealth and prosperity, thanks again to the Chinese. High-rise and luxury condos rose up where there once was shanty towns, roadside shops and shopping stalls. Poverty had moved out and wealth and prosperity moved right on in. This story was recorded for a travel magazine and told as seen through the eyes of Jason and Irene Toppings, two Jamaicans from widely different backgrounds who came together in those times and started a family and a new life in Jamaica. Jason, a young university business major, and Irene, a journalist and second-generation Jamaican whose path happened to cross when Irene, just like her family and young people from around the world, had done. Those who went to Jamaica at the time for the 2052 Summer Olympics, many of whom, in addition to finding a rocking good time, also found love. This story attempted to chronicle the life and times of those two and through to the points where they were found sitting in rocking chairs in their hilltop luxury mansion overlooking the Caribbean Sea and reminiscing. Jason, the husband, father and grandfather was from an average lower class Jamaican family 
who had come up the hard way and who, after graduating from university, had decided to go into business for himself. He was to be found running a hip, hot and trendy nightclub called The Tapping Spot. Irene was born in the United States of America to Jamaican-born parents who had migrated in the mid-70s, leaving the posh life which they were accustomed to in Jamaica behind them. The newly migrated immigrant family was ill-prepared for the harsh realities of life which they were about to face in the new country before they would finally get it all together and started prospering again there. But then came the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for Irene to go and see the Olympics in the country which her parents once called home and which she had longed to return to and to experience it for herself. Now, this is Chapter 4. Chapter 4, Welcome to Jamaica. Welcome to Jamaica, the land of many sunshines, the land of wood and water, and also the land of many peoples. Just like the travel poster says, Welcome to Jamaica, the greatest little country on the planet and the best place to live, work, play and retire. So on down to Jamaica they went in droves to cash in on the bonanza, the retiree's dream. The Jamaican government was actively working at promoting the country to those particular demographic categories of people, the rich, the returning residents, particularly the rich returning residents, and the rich and famous types from every other spheres of life. You can retire in absolute comfort here in this tropical paradise just like these our subjects here today did and enjoy every minute of it too, just like they are doing, said the reporter as the camera started to roll. Today we are going to hear from the tappings as we try to get the perspectives of people who have actually lived the Jamaican dream. Just like Jason and Irene. But how did they do it? Let's go find out. Let's ask the tappings themselves. Interviewer. So, who wants to start first? Mr. Tappings. Irene will. She is the journalist and talker in the family. Interviewer. Okay then. So, I understand that you are from the U.S. How did you end up here? How did it all get started for you? Mistress Stoppings. I started out writing, that's how. From very early on in my life, my dad used to say, a short pencil is better than a long memory, so I wrote down everything. That's where it all got started for me. But I don't think that is what you really want to hear from me today. Today you are after the juicier kinds of stuff, I believe laughs. Well, she continued, I was here to report on the summer games. I was an intern with the AASN, that is, the All-American Sports Network. Jamaica was hosting the games, the very first foreign English-speaking developing country. It was a big deal then, and no better place for an intern sports reporter to be than at the Olympics Games in Jamaica. After checking in at the Jamaica Calling Hotels that night, a couple of other young reporters and myself decided to go out on the town for a while. We ended up at the trendy new hot spot, the Tapping Spot, which later became known simply as the Spot. Boy, that place was hot, and I don't mean it in terms of the sizzling heat of the Jamaican summer sun. I mean, 
it was really, really happening. Let's pause here for a commercial break, said the reporter. To be continued. The White Knight Rider Lasco rode into town and the trail of dead bodies was to follow. Many refer to him as the White Knight, but a more suitable name should probably have been the White Knife because wherever he went, dead bodies followed and the place where he chose to stop that time around was Jamaica and the outcome was to be no different. He would have followed the hip and trendy crowd who was, ironically, trying to escape the likes of him in those cities from whence they had come in the wake of his crimes. He had plundered and spoiled such cities as New York, Miami, Toronto and LA. And since Jamaica was in those times the hippest place on her to be, why wouldn't Count Lasco be there too? The police federation wasn't mincing words. Jamaica, the commissioner told him straight up, Jamaica is an open and accommodating society. We are happy to have you here and will bend over backward to make sure that your stay here is a memorable one. But make sure that all of those shit I hear about you, those things which are constantly being said about you and which is being associated with your name, or any part of it that might be remotely true, be sure to shake and leave it over on that side of the bay from whence you came. Lasco just grinned his gold studded teeth and grunt. Huh, no problem man. In his best Jamaican wannabe accent and tone, the word is good, he continued. But the astute and very aware Commissioner Watkins knew better than to hang on to any word spoken by the likes of Lasco. So his eyes and ears were ever open to his every move from then on and after, so far as was humanly possible. That's it for today my friends, and thank you for lending me your ear chime again. Come join us again next time when we shall bring you yet another episode of the story. Until then, take care of yourselves and do the right thing. I remain your best friend, E.K. The Writing Elk, and I am out.